Hi guys, welcome to the PPUK podcast. Uh, you have Leo with you today and my co-host Lee. Hi. And we have an incredible special guest with us today. She has the voice of an angel. She's been so busy. I, I've just said this to her every time I see her, she's somewhere new, incredibly busy. Uh, voice of an angel, an MPG member, and has a very fun announcement for us a little later in the podcast, the amazing Liv Warfield. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be on here. So thank you. No problem. We are unbelievably excited. Um, First things first, you're on a UK podcast, so I have to ask what it was like for your recent performance at the Royal Albert Hall. Oh, okay. So it was the most humbling and the most beautiful experience just to be in that room. A, to walk down that hall. Um, and when I entered, like, just being in the room, the surround of sound is unbelievable. I was kind of struck for a minute because I went I went to the UK by myself so I didn't have anybody travel with me to kind of keep my anxiety in check (laughs) because it was overwhelming but it was the most beautiful experience I hope it will not be the last time I'm there um but everybody was just so warm it was during the holidays it was for Guy Barker's big band Christmas um Christmas show and it was honestly you all like to have that venue my 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 <laughs> and it, it came across on your social media all your excitement and all your posts it was like we saw it like obviously we I've been to the venue and but seeing it through fresh eyes for you it was it was so good to see and see your, it, it was seeing your happiness it came it came across very well on social media so oh, it was great it was great yeah, to see it was great thank you thank you I knew so many people as well that saw your stories that didn't know you were in the UK and all of a sudden like lives in the UK and so many people bought last minute tickets and they were like quick Go, go, go. Oh, bless. No, it was, it was amazing. Like the sound, the wall of sound, like I was up there rehearsing. So I couldn't really hear from an audience perspective, what it sounded like until somebody showed me the video. And I was like, oh my God, maybe I didn't have to sing so hard. <laughs> you know if you're there, I mean? you're going to have to do it. <laughs> but it was, it was beautiful. So yeah, it was beautiful. Oh, it's amazing. It is an incredible venue and I I wish more than anything that I could have been there. I saw it and I was like, no, I want to go. Yeah, it was Um, great. But another project um, you worked on as well recently is the June Moon Project. Yes. was amazing. The sound of that album is just, it's got this vintage quality. It sounds 70s, but 40s, but really fresh at the same time. How How was that recording? That was amazing. Um, A good friend of mine um, named Julie, she introduced me to this project, um, June Moon. And she was like, are you interested? Um, Because Julian just wants to do something else with with another artist to kind of, you know, just try something new. And I was like, yeah, sure. But like, just send it to me. And I was really, really interested in the sound because it was just, I don't know, the storytelling Julian had, I just, I don't know, I was really drawn to the project and I flew to Paris probably about four or five times to record this album. I had no problem flying back to, because I'm like, I love Paris and we clicked. Cause you know, when you get, when you start working with somebody new, you just don't know if you're gonna click or not, you know? And it was also different for me because I write a lot of my own. So that was a stretch for me to be like, 
okay, now these are your lyrics now. <laughs> and for me to tap into a place where I could actually feel the lyrics and what he was talking about. And because I'm very much a lyrics person. So we, we just had a lot of fun recording this album. And I just, I, I really am thankful for this project. It's very different. It's very different for me. Um, it almost kind of reminds me of when I first started, when I did my um, first album, Embrace Me, but I, I, I felt uh, very comfortable, very, very comfortable. And uh, we did a show, uh, I think in September too, in Paris, when we did an album release party, that was crazy. That was amazing. Cause it's very different for people seeing me do like the rock and roll and like, you know, yeah. that kind of energy to something very controlled and beautiful and storytelling. Like I, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. I think the storytelling is kind of the key word there. It does have this really, it really draws you in. We, I was listening to the album earlier and you can hear the creaks of the chair of the piano and the pedals. And yeah. it really yeah. brings you in. It is a real storytelling album. So if anyone it's, listening hasn't heard it yet, please go and check it out. It's Yeah, it feels like you're, you're in the room. It really does. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I think Julian was, Julian is an amazing producer. Like, I feel like, with him, I learned a lot. I learned a lot of nuances. Um, I learned to trust my voice more. Um, just, and also just trusting in him and to know like the direct, like direction um, where he wanted to go. So he was really, really good with that. He knew exactly what he wanted, you know, so. Was there a creative flexibility there or were you just kind of really creating his vision or were you reading the lyrics and able to add your own little live spice on there? Yeah, I think it was both, honestly. I I mean, to be honest with you, again, because these are new relationships between people who've never met each other before. Yeah. Um, at first, um, to be honest, Julian was like, okay, wait now. And I'm like, well, just you have to trust me, just trust me. Um, especially on Lover, that was one that I really had the chance to like really form and create for myself. Yeah. Um, and also blah, blah, but I actually love the fact that it was, he just took a lot of the direction, but I also put a little bit of my little sprinkles of harmonies of keeping lived there. You know, I, I definitely wanted to have my essence still there, you know, in the album. Is there a chance of us getting more shows other than the release party oh, maybe? Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I believe in March, um, I think we're going on a two week tour after my run, after, like literally like a week after we do our tour. So it's just, it's gonna keep going. You I'm are so excited. busy. <laughs> I, yeah, and I, I love it. And I have to be thankful for that. You know, clearly because what we've been dealt with, we all know, and just to be able to work and to be able to creatively express is like, I, I, I can't live without it you know, and that's why I kind of really wanted to keep myself super busy. And this pandemic had made me, it forced me to like really tap into like creating and like keeping myself alive in that way, keeping my spirit alive. Um, so yeah, yeah. So there's more Jumu for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's what we like. Yeah. And uh, me being a Jack Daniels fan, uh, uh, would you like to talk about your uh, Whiskey Wednesdays? Oh, so anybody who knows me knows I love whiskey and a good friend of mine, um, she had made these live glasses and I was like, wait, 
everybody can sip with me <laughs> at all times. So I made these amazing whiskey glasses. And then I started to do whiskey Wednesdays because I wanted to feel like if I ever had a lounge and if I ever had a place where people can just come and talk and relax and sip and have a good time, maybe even a cigar, you know, I like cigars too every once in a while. Um, just, I wanted to feel like if just anybody, if you could walk up to anybody and have this conversation, Whiskey Wednesdays are just for conversation, you know, in the middle of the day. I don't know if there's like a lot of middle of the day drinkers, but you don't have to let just a sip, you know, a sip doesn't hurt. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong <laughs> you know, with that. Just for a little relaxation throughout your day. It doesn't have to be whiskey. It could be juice, wine, water, whatever. But I just wanted people to just kind of have this conversation. And I've talked to um, Lim, uh, Mabry. I'm working, I'm really working on trying to get Joyce Kennedy from Mother's Finest um, for next year. So I've, I'm really excited. This is, this is a good thing for me. It's very cool and too. We can yeah. get our hands on some glasses from your website, can't we? So if anyone listening wants to grab some. Please, yes, yes, yes. They're really, really sweet. They're, they're cute little glasses. I love them. It gives me an excuse to drink more Jack Daniels. I've got <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Um, another thing as well just adding on to the list of things that you've been doing um is you've been working in theater as well recently yes this is like my last two weeks um I'm performing with Teatro Zanzani and it is like Cirque meets dinner meets chaos comedy um this is like my second year doing it um I play Cleo this year uh two years ago I played Madame Zanzani I must tell you that this has changed me. It has changed my life in many ways because I've this, you know, I'm not an actress per se, but it gave me another chance to like, here I am in another bubble that I get to explore all kinds of creativity. Um, even to the point where they got me out there. Well, they don't have me, but I wanted to do some aerial. So I've been training with um, Drea Weber, who's like the world-class aerial artist who, you know, if you've seen Pink Fly, if you've seen Madonna, she's trained all of them. So I'm like, <laughs> I see all these circ acts and trapeze and like, it's just a whole fantasy land um, that I'm really excited to be a part of. So, and I'm finished here January 9th. So it's in Chicago and it's in a, a over a hundred year old circus tent, a Zazu tent. Wow. It's amazing. Like if anybody could see the show and needs to see, they should see the show. Any chance that coming to Europe at all? You know, um, I think they had a couple. The thing is, is I think it started from Europe, actually. And okay. I think we still have a couple of tents around. But if anybody wants to come to the States anytime <laughs> <laughs> to see it. Um, and the cast changes every six months, too. So I'm going yeah. to Chicago to go see Liv and she's going to get me a, a glass. <laughs> a glass and saying and maybe some trapeze, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, Daniel's in trapeze. I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, that's not going to work. Oh, goodness. And then you're at the Apollo 15th of January, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really excited. Apollo invited me back to start off their, uh, to start the year off with them at the Apollo uh, Music Cafe. So I'm excited. Um, I, I just have a lot going on. I Because I've worked a lot in these past couple of years to like, finally get ready to release projects and albums and stuff like that so Apollo is is giving me the green light to go ahead and show some new songs and perform again and so I'm really excited 
super so excited. This tour is um, in London, but it's going Europe wide, isn't it? Um, and you yeah, have some yeah. shows um, in New York as well. Yes. What can we expect from these shows? What people that have already got their tickets or are thinking of buying tickets, what can we expect? Listen, it is probably another level of excitement, soul, rock and roll. Um, it's it's pretty intense. Like I feel like I've grown a lot as an artist and I feel like, um, please do not think that you're gonna be sitting down. <laughs> no. So. I, I- confession I've seen you live twice in London I saw you at Village Underground in 2014 yes. and then I saw you in 2019 I think at Pizza Express Holborn and yes. you you killed it you you were Bless. one of the one of my favorite live performers um so yeah it, uh, you are great thank I you second that <laughs> oh bless thank you so much like I I'm really excited about this um I, I just the only thing is like I'm telling people just don't, you're not going to want to sit. So bring comfortable shoes, be ready to yell, be ready to let go. Um, you know, for this tour, I just want people to just lose themselves because we know we, what, again, what we've been dealing with. So just come and just be excited and be present and be there. So it's, it's going to be crazy. Ryan Waters, my brother's coming back. The band is incredible incredible so um I might have um I might add another element um a percussionist it's just so amazing I have my new album coming out it's kind of like a Fela Kuti inspired um song it's it's crazy I'm just really excited to let everybody hear it it's really great I'm just gonna latch on that there was that was that new album that I yes (laughs) yes that is coming it's coming very soon I'm gonna drop it in in August because I was trying to do it in January, but I've actually got inspired with a couple other new producers um, I've been working with. And I kind of, I don't want to rush. I want to take my time a little, a little bit more time to do it right. Um, so I'm excited, excited. I think we're all going to be excited. Thank you. So cool. So the European dates, you just go for it. You're in Sweden on the 11th of March. Uh, yes. Norway the 12th of March, yes. uh, Paris the 17th of March and my favourite venue London Jazz Cafe on the 19th of March and on that note mm-hmm. was it purposely set as 319 third of uh, 19th of March? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow yeah incredible. no yeah it's really cool wow okay <laughs> like chills really yeah. Okay. Thank you. The 19th, 19th of March. Yeah. That really did not sit until you told me now. Okay. See, there's, okay. there's always something yeah, exactly. there in the matrix. That's exactly. a little song you can add in the set there. Totally. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. I do have, I do have one question. Um, mentioning 319 there. Um, as someone that worked as closely with Prince as you did and as for as long as you did, um, we can't go a whole podcast without mentioning that, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have one question and that is over the last two years, we've had such um, a strange period health wise, politically, socially, George Floyd, COVID, Trump. It has been a whirlwind kind of two years. Um, And I was just wondering what you think if Prince was still here, we may have creatively seen from him in this period. Would he have embraced the Zoom call and streaming? (laughs) 
<laughs> how do you think he would have creatively kind of navigated the last two years? Um, this is interesting because one, I, I cannot predict. I can only speak from just my heart's perspective. Yeah. Um, so I think possibly just would have been creating more, you know, if you go back to the Welcome to America album, I felt like because he was so ahead and he needed to get the message out at that time, but I don't think people were ready during that time. Um, I think he just would have been creating, you know, I think he would have been really pissed off. And um, <laughs> a lot of us probably would have been tiptoeing around, <laughs> but ready to create <laughs> with him in whatever capacity and whatever, um, wherever he needed us to be, you know, we were soldiers for him yeah. and, and, you know, creatively, I think he just would have just been in his bubble for a while, you know, and whenever he was ready to, to, to say something, people were always there ready to listen and receive. Um, I just think that he had this, um, spiritual connection that none of us can ever explain. He was tapped into something else and he listened and um, so, yeah, I just, I, I, I don't really know how to answer that in a way of like, would he be on Zoom? I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I can't imagine. I don't know. But at the same time, he was surprising us with taking a selfie at one of the shows. Well, you know what I mean? So That's you just, great. you know what I'm saying? You just don't know. And, you know, I, I definitely think that his presence is very, very much around. And, I, and that's one thing for me, as I feel so calm about um, his energy because I feel it. I, I definitely feel that he's just tapped into however way that he wants to present himself to us in whatever way that is. You just have to be silent and you just have to listen. Sometimes you don't have to, well, for me, I don't have to say everything to the world and let everybody know like, oh my God, I feel, no. You know, sometimes you have to sit with it and understand the messages and just be aware and be, you know, I think that's one thing that he, taught me I feel like is I just have to be in the present and be very aware of my energy and surroundings wherever I'm at you know and it's sometimes it's just for me and it could be for all my other brothers and sisters and you know it you know we all know the signs (laughs) and we feel them so things like 319 (laughs) yeah yeah that's pretty intense you know I, I I yeah um, Arsenio Hall, when you performed on there, it's one of my favorite performances of you. Oh. How, how, how crazy was that? That was, I feel like every time he was around um, a, um, a TV performance or something like that, when, you know, which I was blessed to have him come to some of my shows. I don't know, like he just threw some purple dust and everything was just always so perfect. It was just like, the craziest experience like everything was just perfect um and I I, I, I'm so lucky I tell y'all I am so blessed and so lucky just to have his support if like it's it goes beyond the support you know so that experience on Arsenio Hall like yeah (laughs) that was crazy down to like even like the Jimmy Fallon performance like how everything was just so perfectly in sync like (laughs) goodness I I, I'm I'm very lucky and I'm very thankful I'm very blessed to just 
man, learn from him, you know, just to have those experiences and, and, and what I took from it every single time. Cause I was a kid, like soaking it up, even on stage at these shows. I remember, was it the, was it, um, hop farm or something like that? Yeah. Hop farm. Yeah. (laughs) First I remember was super hot that day. And then I just love just being on stage. Sometimes I had to snap out of it um, because I would just love to stare, stare at him and watch. And then it was kind of like, he, he would throw me that look. Okay. Like, okay, live, you know, <laughs> wake up. Yep. I'm staring. <laughs> I know I'm killing this guitar solo, but you need to like, let's book. <laughs> you're not the only one that explains you're not the only I'm sure you're not the only one focus I have oh, to yeah. say um one of my favorite Prince live experiences actually was a vocal um by you at the Coco's in London oh my god um and you did only love can hurt like this yes and I remember being on the balcony and your vocal kicked in I felt like my hair was blowing in the wind I was like being blown away by your incredible vocal oh thank you that that was that was incredible too like I remember rehearsing at Paisley Park for that and um I felt like he just knew what songs to kind of um feature us on because there were some songs that I definitely wouldn't see myself being like oh really um, but I felt like he knew where to tap into tones um, and vocals and just like, he's like, Liv, you could like, <laughs> just, you know, just get up there and try it. And just, I'm telling you, it, it was such a chilling and religious experience singing with him. Um, again, I'm just like a little kid. I could just see myself just like, oh my God, is this really happening? <laughs> every time and I have to reel my bring myself back in um so yeah that was that was right that was um only love can hurt like this right yeah 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 mm-hmm. and I just always remember your half black and white outfit you came out and I was like yes love yes. That. <laughs> <laughs> yes that was cool that was cool Oh, I love that. Right. So when um, we post this, we're going to upload all your tour dates so anyone <laughs> that is looking at getting tickets can do so. So we have your up and coming tour. Yes. In the States. We have your theatre performances. We have Whiskey <laughs> Wednesdays <laughs> every Wednesday. I want a glass. I want a glass. Oh. <laughs> yes. We have a new album. We have the June Moon <laughs> album. I... Did I miss anything? She's the busiest uh, woman in show business and music. Oh my goodness. Um, oh, and I have my, the show that we did in New York live at Cafe Wa. I'm releasing that in January um, as a live album. That show was insanely incredible. I felt like I needed to drop it as a live album. So that's coming out in January. Um, so it's just kind of a taste of what's to come. I'm going to do a part two and part three. So this is uh, live at Cafe Wa Volume One. So Ooh, like, Volume yeah. One, I love it. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I'm thinking about yeah, you're allowed at London if you do our show. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm I'm seriously thinking about just doing a lot of live uh, album experiences, and I think I might do one for Europe too. So, yeah, I, there's something about the live experience that I want to capture. I don't think a lot of people capture the energy so much. So I'm going to try, I'm going to try. So cool. When you've got a voice like yours. (laughs) Yes. You all are nice. 
We're safe. <laughs> Thank you. We're not just off the glass on this, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> just have a sip of the Jack and the voice will get better. When you're in the jazz cafe, I will buy you a whiskey, I promise. <laughs> I owe you a whiskey when you are in the jazz cafe, I promise. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's so sweet. Thank you. And then obviously you've got your website official, uh, livewarfieldofficial.com. Uh, yes, so yes. everything's on there. Yes, yes. Tour dates and all your information. Yes. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. And you are, Thank as you. I said before, one of the best live performers I've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're looking forward to seeing you uh, in Europe uh, and obviously in London. So it's going to oh, be great to you. see you. Thank, thank you. you so I'm, much for joining us. I, I just, and I want to thank you so much for supporting me. I see you guys are posting. You guys get to the post before I do. And I'm like, okay, you remind me to do a little bit. <laughs> Someone on this podcast designed the, the, one of the flyers that ended up going everywhere. I won't say who, but he's really good at Photoshop. Oh my God. Let me tell you when I saw, I think I saw it. And I yep. was like, oh my God, this looks like, it looks amazing. I'm repost, repost. Yes. You. <laughs> it was, so it, it was, I wanted, you know, I wanted to get you out there and, you know, get, you know, people know, should know you, you and come and see you. So it was, you know, what we could do for you to help out. And yeah, so the guy's pretty good at Photoshop. So yeah. Oh, I really, really appreciate it. And again, thank you for your support. It means a no, lot. No, it's been really good. It's been really good. Well, thank you, Liv, for joining us. We will attach all links um, under the podcast so you can all have a look, go to your closest show, and hopefully we will see you all in London because me and Lee already have our tickets. So we'll see you there. Thank you, Liv, for joining us. And we'll catch you you guys on the next podcast. Yes, thank Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hi, this is Liv Warfield, and you're listening to the PPUK podcast.